Welcome to the Sport of It's episode 56. Uh, for once, it's not snowing in Minnesota. It's raining. Uh, and I think we all, I think that's an improvement, don't you? Nobody else is Who in Minnesota. You shouldn't ask me. Yeah, that sounds Brandon, terrible. Brandon's here. He's in Dallas. <laughs> hey, yo, it's me. Stu is also here, actually on the hangout for once, rather than on the phone pacing around his house like a caged animal. Oh, I'm still uh, pacing around like a caged animal. That's just because me. I'm. That's just you know. That's the rock. That's, <laughs> no, that's 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 how Stu does things. Uh, I'm your host. I'm your host, John Marthaler, and joining us tonight, uh, the the guest of the hour of the day. We haven't actually had her on for a while, but that's a mistake we're rectifying right now. Holly Mantha. Yo, what's up, homies? Holly is also. Oh, wait, no. Joining. I wanted to steal Clarence's line, but I won't steal it. Why not? Okay. There's still time. <laughs> is he going to be on the call? He's no. Clarence may be showing up later. We'll see. Okay, so I'll just I'll do it for him then. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> some people said some nice things about Clarence earlier today, and he got a little worried. And now he won't be on the podcast. He did. He did. It was really up. He was, yeah, he was, that's it. He was very upset by the whole compliments thing and. He doesn't accept compliments well because he's in Minnesota, and I understand 100%, but... Yeah. I wasn't around for this, so he got complimented, and then he flipped out, and we may never see him or hear from him again? Is yeah. He started calling people him? names, and they just sort of fought through it, and we're like, no, Clarence, we think you're great. We want you around. And then he got scared. <laughs> it was a little bit like Goodwill Hunting, where we were all like, it's not your fault, Clarence, and he was pushing us away. Yep. I love that. So, <laughs> anyway, to... Well, before we actually start with the podcast, I, I should mention that now we're on Stitcher, which apparently is a podcast app, and I think what it means is if you have an Android phone, you can download Stitcher, and then you swipe our podcast to the right or something like that, and then we get to hook up. I well, don't actually know how it works. No, that's exactly right. Yeah, if, they, if you swipe right, then we are all allowed to make love on you. <laughs> On you or with you, you get to choose, but it's definitely one of those two. Can you do the same thing for Asian teens? You guys can like DM me for that, okay? <laughs> we all knew that. We all knew that was an option. This is not that a video a podcast, but if you're listening, you may know us, and you know that that is one of the more disgusting thoughts ever. <laughs> sure. Sure. So. Yep. yep. Anyways. <laughs> we. But that was dude's voice. <laughs> yeah, Stu. <laughs> thankfully, witness protection. <laughs> we've had two minutes of normal Stu audio, and now we're back into the the usual problems that we have with Stu, which is we can never hear him. But that's okay. We'll just. I was waving phone around a little bit. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, you can't you can't wave a three year old Android around, Stu. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a waveable phone. It's gonna explode. Not waveable. So. Uh, we, one of the reasons that we had Holly on, other than that we like her and whenever she's on the podcast, it's fun, is that she's coming to Minneapolis this weekend. Whoop, whoop. Oh shit. It's all happening. Are you visiting for any reason, Holly? Um, yeah, well, originally I was going to attend a wedding of a high school classmate, and, uh, and then I delayed booking my flight until, uh, until too late, and then the flight was like $800, and, I don't know that this is an $800 flight high school friend. Sure. And then I, uh, <laughs> I bailed out. And then I checked on Tuesday night. As everyone knows, Tuesday night is the night for fairs. And then all of a sudden it was like 
uh, $200 or something. So now I'm just going to, I'm just going to surprise her and show up. Cause nice. that's what really cool wedding guests do. <laughs> so basically you bait and switched this poor friend of yours. So you said, you know, I'm yeah. coming, I'm totally coming. And then a week before you're like, you know what? I'm not coming. Screw you. Yeah. You're not now, a good enough friend. And now you're showing sure. up anyway. And I have to show my parents how to use their iPhones. That's the other important. <laughs> Got a plan for that. Oh, that, that is. As someone whose parents have iPhones, I can say that that is a difficult task to start with. Is it possible yeah. that your friend is a big listener of the sportive and now knows that you're heading into town? I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping that it's going to be a surprise. That it's going to be like, haven't seen you in 20 years. Uh, surprise. Um, and then I'll just like cut a rug on the dance floor and, and all will be forgiven. Nice. Do you have a go-to dance move? Uh, yeah, it's usually like that dig, that dig move. Um, oh. kind of like, oh. a, um, yeah. guns, pretty white. Finger, finger guns in the air. It's pretty Oh, Jesus. We better wrap this up. <laughs> finger guns in the air. I think that's, I think that's a key part of the dig dance move. Yeah, and it's not original, but it's uh, it's my go-to move. Typically, a good rule for white people is don't lift your arms above your head for any reason whatsoever when you're dancing. <laughs> Just keep them down. The shoulder. Possible. Yeah. Shoulder. Keep them low, yeah. Yep. No. Yep. Point, yeah, point, pointing is pointing is a bad uh, a bad move that I have. So, uh, but I'll keep that in mind. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I think if you just go open palms at all times, that's a good thing. That's a good way to do it. No pointing, just open palms. Push forward, push down, double open palms. I don't know, folks, if you're if you're hearing us call Stu right now. We've given up on getting Stu after three minutes. We've given up on getting you. him on a computer, and we're I just calling you. I hear you. Again. I hear you. You'll be muted soon, Stu, if I know John at all. You know, there there are podcasts out there that would edit this sort of thing out. But I think if you listen to this podcast, you know that we're not that kind of podcast. we got to push through. Um, okay, so, Holly, back to your trip home. I'm going to my up, up, up tom, optometrist. You got it there. You got it there at the third try. Uh, yeah, optometrist, optometrist. He's still in St. Paul because uh, I need some new glasses. Um, Did you get any new doctors when you moved, or you just come yeah. back every single time? You got a oh. sore foot, time to go home. Get a haircut, gotta go home. Dry cleaning. I don't. Yeah, I still use all of my uh, George's in St. Paul. He fixes my shoes. I'm not joking. I'll bring my shoes home and have him fix it. You have I a cobbler. Tr- you got a cobbler. I trust. I trust. I trust St. Paul thirty-year cobblers uh, more than the East. You just can't trust people on the East Coast, man. Yeah. Those East Coast yeah. cobblers, uh, they'll steal your shoes, they'll put stuff in your shoes. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a ruse, the whole thing. So I still trust all of my, uh, all of my healthcare vendors, uh, health partners. I'm a health partners gal, still. Cool. Yeah. Great. Good shout out. We're not getting paid for that, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, of, uh, we're not getting paid for anything. Yeah, Not one thing. We just do this, I don't know, because it's fun? Is that the reason? I do it for a write-off, tax purposes. It's just <laughs> a loss of a business venture of mine. Yeah, the rest of us are doing it as a money laundering thing. <laughs> well done. Well, all of our reasons. You Very got to launder all that sweet St. Cloud drug cash that you... It's constantly running. That's just okay. mean. 
Okay, Holly, so you're headed to the Twins game as well? Twins game Saturday. Stu's coming, trying to rally uh, trying to rally some troops if anybody wants to come with us. Um, that's the agenda for Saturday. I mean, I wish it was Friday because evidently they're giving away cool hats on Friday. Um, but as most things, day late, dollar short, I'm not going to get a I'm not going to get a furry Twins hat on Friday. Where are you going to uh, find a quality hat if not a freebie at a baseball game? I don't know. I mean, Fleet Farm? I don't know. I don't think they sell them anywhere else. No, probably uh, I mean, where, where are you going to get that Dairy Queen logo elsewhere? It's, <laughs> you're not going to get it anywhere else. Now, that's being paid for something. That's They do it right. Dilly bars for everyone. They, they put blizzards in waffle cones. Now, have we discussed this yet? No. no. Have you had one? No, I haven't. I'm not dead. Um, but there's blizzards and waffle cones now. I mean, that seems like a really that type of thing that, you know, they say America doesn't innovate anymore. Well, guess what? It innovates. I mean, I don't want to be the guy who's shitting on that idea, but how does how is that just happening now? I, how does it not have gravy on top of it? Oh, man. Uh, poutine blizzard? Oh, oh my God. I, excuse me while I tuck it in the waistband. Exactly. Oh, excuse me while I get some steak fries. Just cover myself in them. Oh. <laughs> just pour some nacho <laughs> cheese over myself and just let it all happen. Oh, yeah. My. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Bathtub full of steak fries. <laughs> Sorry. This podcast right. has some of the worst visuals ever. Bathtub full of steak fries. Okay, we can keep going. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, and Butcher and the Boar is on the docket for you as well. We talked mm-hmm. offline. Yeah, offline. Uh, okay. Yeah, Butcher and the Boar, um, yeah, that was, that was really it. Otherwise, you know, Dick and Jane, always on the docket. Um, and then, um, yeah, they could just crash in a wedding. And, uh, the, you know, the usual. The usual. Do you bring home um, uh, Cards Against Humanity to play with Dick and Jane? Uh, you know what? I <laughs> did not. That would be... Uh, there is not enough beer in the world that would let me play that game with my parents. I just okay. played it last week for the first time and was, uh, was horrified and, uh, mesmerized by some of the cards that were played. And, uh, a lot of those phrases, you know, much like, much like pearl necklace that my mother has like other ideas for, uh, I just, I don't want to ruin that for her. Like she's very <laughs> innocent and I'm just going to keep it that way. She stayed innocent for so long. Just yeah. let her have this. Yeah, it's not my job to. It's not jo- my job to steal that from her. Oh, okay, all right, good. That sounds like a good weekend, and you're gonna you're gonna be hanging out with some internet friends of ours. Is that right? Yeah, uh, Stu and I are gonna hit, hit as, as, assuming, right, Stu? Assuming I, Stu? Yeah, as far as I know, as far as I know, I okay. just have to lock down Dorothy. But yeah, that's the that's the plan. Okay. He's, Stu's got to lock down his mother-in-law. Um, Jake Nyberg, um, couple, hopefully some other people, um, will rally a little crew to go do a little, uh, Minneapolis nightlife, uh, nice holidays is always on the list. Um, I kind of want to, I still haven't hit up a lot of the Minneapolis breweries that have, op- or tap rooms rather, that have opened since I, I moved, so. Ooh, um, ooh, dangerous man. Dangerous man. I'd like to do that. You know uh, what? Where is that? Is that Minneapolis? Yes. And if you everything's just, in Northeast Minneapolis. If you go to Northeast Minneapolis and stand still for five minutes, someone will build a brew pub around you. So pretty much, yes. Jeez, I didn't. I mean, I haven't been gone that long, and I don't remember really it being that full oh, of 
anything like that That's when insane. it was around a year ago. So, wow, those are really popping up, huh? Currently, the entire yeah. Minneapolis economy is based on A, people building condos near the University of Minnesota, and B, people building brew pubs in northeast Minneapolis. That's it. If I beer mean, or the University great. of Minnesota ever become unpopular, the whole place is going down. Okay, okay. Okay. Good to know. Thanks We've all been warned. That's good. Okay, well, good week. That killed the podcast, so I guess we're done for the night. Good night. Yeah, I feel good about this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's... Since we're on the topic of beer, we need to talk a little bit about beer because, as you may or may not know, podcast listener, Holly is Holly works for Flying Dog Brewery, which apparently their mission statement, their goal in life, the reason the company exists is to put weird stuff in beer. They'll put Old Bay seasoning in beer. They'll put habanero sauce in beer. They'll put pretty much anything in a beer and sell it to you. So I want to talk a little bit about weird stuff in beer here and... Who is coming up with these ideas? Uh, the, I would, I would argue that anyone who works in beer would say that the, the, the marketers are the people who are coming up with weird things in beer. Uh, rare, uh, that's, maybe it's not true in all situations, but I would say in a lot of them. Um, um, what are the weirdest, I mean, I'm trying to think, like what are weird, other weird, I mean, Old Bay and beer, I guess that's, yeah, I don't know, in Maryland, that's like, people, people are, are honestly, you guys are going, bonkers about it really uh yeah but it's partly because like maryland you know like in maryland that is like that spice is maryland <clears throat> and i think it's, people, the sir- it's the sriracha of maryland yeah yeah uh and people put obey and everything and so they're i think really curious to see how it uh it will and it's not i mean in this it's like people have used obey in beers before um, but this is actually like a like an authentically licensed partnership with McCormick Seasoning, so it's like a year in the making. They work with our like their spice team work with our brew team, and it's been like a partnership um, from day one. So a lot of people are super super uh, interested and intrigued to see how it tastes, and it's it's awesome. Like I'm not obviously not from Maryland, uh, and I don't have the you know intense affinity to the Chesapeake Bay that people in Maryland have, but. Um, it would be like if, it would be like if Lake Minnetonka had a spice, it would be that spice. What would Lake Minnetonka spice be? Minnetonka moccasins and putting them into a beer. (laughs) Okay, no, so this is what I was going to ask you guys. Was that that like, what would, if there was a Minnesota equivalent, like Old Bay is like, Old Bay is so Maryland, like what would, what would Minnesota's equivalent, like partnership ingredient be in their beer? Cream of mushroom soup. Something okay. extremely bland. I Something wild, wild, wild rice would be my... Yep, one of the two. Yeah. Yeah. I would say three grains of salt. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would just be made with loon. <laughs> they just grind them up. Yeah. Liquefied they just, loon. they just let them float around in the top oh. during fermentation. Maybe. It comes with a collectible feather. Yeah. Uh, or I like Minnetonka moccasins. I like that too. <laughs> so it would be like yeah. it would be like that old story about there being rats in the Guinness factory or whatever. I actually I don't, I don't have a lot of further information on this story other than that there was a Dropkick Murphy song referring to it. But really, yeah, is this one know. of those stories that you regretted like half a second into it, John? Well, a little bit because I realized as I started telling it that I had almost no information. <laughs> I'll give you, you my. Like, 
I'll give you my entire mental note card about this story. The point one, Dropkick Murphy song. Point two, beer equals Guinness. Point three, question mark relationship. That's it. That's everything I know. <laughs> That's the end of it. Yep. Well. Yeah, you backed off of it really quickly. Yeah, I did. So go ahead and look that up. We'll call it a sport of fact for now. Somebody can look it up and tweet it at us. But Yeah, let's perpetuate that. Less my, people should drink. My memory of this is that there was something about there being rat skeletons found in the Guinness. What do you what do you call the giant things? Fermenters? No. I don't know. Uh, barrels? Brew kettles? Yeah, yeah. We'll call them brew kettles or barrels or whatever you want to say. So I'm envisioning something similar for loons being in these... In, I assume Flying Dog would make this because they seem to be out on the forefront of putting yeah. random stuff in beer. Or it would be, it would be more like there's some, uh, it's like if you went to Allagash and they have like, they call it a cool ship and it's sort of like this open fermentation vessel. So it's like a really shallow, uh, it's a really shallow vessel where like the wort sits in it and then it, it ferments with like natural yeast. So like that's the sort of situation where like, you know, like loons could probably just, you know, hang out. Oh, yeah, uh, you know, pool, basically hang out poolside and uh, and aid in that fermentation process. Perhaps. So they wouldn't even know. have to be I mean, dead loons in this scenario. No, I mean they could just be like they could be surveying, taking notes uh, next to the you know like next oh. to it. They could be involved so, in the fermentation proce- process as experts rather than yeah. as ingredients. Mm-hmm. I, I so. mean, but for real, that does sound disgusting. I don't want to drink <laughs> beer that was fermented out in the open okay, air. Do you like sour? Have you tried sour beers? I have tried. I tried one sip of a sour beer when I was hanging out with John Bonus the one time I hung out with him. He was drinking it. It was actually surprisingly good. I was. Right? I was oh, cool. You're a name dropper, aren't you? That's fun. That's great. That's the lamest name dropping. John Bonas. John Bonas. <laughs> when I was hanging out with Josh Fiedler, he gave me some uh, Van Kriegi sour that uh, the Brow Brothers on a Lucan make. It's, it was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but, okay, so is you brought that up because sour beer needs to be fermented that way? Uh, no, that, I mean, they, they uh, like the spontaneous, um, any sour beer, it's sort of a... Um, it's a it's a different process than any other beer because it's uh, there's a an element of the the um, fermentation process so much of what uh, brewing beer is like science right and so there's yeah. this there and it's very uh, sanitized and it's very um, um, controlled where a lot of um, like barrel um, like barrel aging and spontaneous fermentation is sort of less predictable and, and actually you can't do that anywhere near um, where you're doing any of your regular fermentation because the the chance that you could get this like cross contamination of yeast is like highly dangerous um and so yeast a lot all of, over the place just just yeast yeah, torn is that the problem yeah, I mean, you don't it's, it's just wild yeast <clears throat> um but the cool thing about wild yeast is that you get all these you know sort of different things and unpredictable things and fun cool crazy things and so they they let it uh basically like spontaneously ferment with Natural yeast that comes in the air. Uh, it's it's a lot of what um uh, what are they what are the names with the spotted cow um New Glarus? Yeah, like they do a lot of they do a lot of stuff, and so it it actually becomes kind of prevalent within it, it becomes predictable based on where they are because there's a lot of the same yeast that are present, so it might be different you know where you live and where I live or whatever. But um but yeah, and then they throw them into the barrels, and then they just like you know like they're checking on them, and then it's like you just get these really wild um cool, sour, varying degrees of sour beers that are 
incredibly uh, delicious, and and they take a long time to to develop. So it's cool. So follow is it questions? closer follow to wine then? Follow up oh, questions, too. <laughs> um, Holly. Mm-hmm. You guys, um, I'm like, a marketer too. Just let me put this out there. I'm the marketer. I'm not a brewer. Just <laughs> put this out there. If there's um, any really specific questions. Like Brett, so when they when they say there's a Brett beer, like B R E T T beer, yep. it's similar. This is what we're talking about here. Yep, yep. So like Brett is like you wouldn't want an you wouldn't want any bread of my face yeast entering the facility where you brew your regular beer because if it can that space like it totally compromises all of your production that you're doing in like your regular facility. It's like highly I don't even know what the word is like. Contagious? Yeah, questions that just open up to verbs is, is perfect. Um, yeah, it's just like it's really dangerous for, you know, your regular production because it's, um, it's, yeah, if it, inf- it, 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 essentially it infects the rest of your brewing process, like you're, you're essentially, you're totally fucked. <laughs> Yeah. So um, let me see. Unless you, unless you want to make only sour beers, then it's like, then it's like, wow, this is great. But most most people don't do just sour. But we don't do any sour beers. But let um, me let me see if I understand this sour beer fermentation process, and you can tell me what I missed in this explanation. So what you do is you basically you take a bucket of beer, you set it in the middle of a room, you throw some yeast into the air, then you seal it off so it doesn't kill your entire operation. And then whatever happens just happens. That no, that's how they make the special sauce for Big Macs. Oh, all right. Harvey, <laughs> Harvey, yeah. Uh, of course, some semen. Yeah, that you bowl semen. <laughs> of course, don't forget the most important ingredient. Um, yeah, to put it really simply, yeah, there's there's different ways to do it, but yeah, <clears throat> essentially, um, in so many words, is how you put it. Minus the, mi- minus minus the semen part. <laughs> Magic's gone. Yeah, I will um, So is it, uh, are sour beers less science-based? Is that what you're saying? There's a little bit more nature involved? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely a place, there's definitely, um, I think there's people who can brew the same um, sour beers over and over again, um, but there's certainly some environments where it's sort of a, when they're doing something new, they don't really know what's going to come out of it. So I always I heard a thing that humans make beer, nature makes wine. So you think this is a little bit closer to wine than it is straight up science? I mean the 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 the, the similarities there's uh, is a lot of time with with the barrel aging. You know, there's a there's a there's a less controlled science to barrel aging, and so you're kind of just you're letting it do what it's going to do um, based on the barrel. You know, it's it's less scientific, I guess you could put it that way. Um, okay. So, are you into sour beers? Yeah, I like sour beers a lot. Um, I don't drink a ton of them, um, but I, I tried one recently that we did a we did a collaboration with um, Firestone Walker out of California. Um, oh man, I love yeah. Firestone Walker. Yeah, we did one with them for this event that's in DC um, in early May, and uh, they make some incredible. I mean, the people that make sours, they make incredible sours, and it's a it's a really it's a really neat program and it's a really difficult program um, to kind of get to to have the space to do. But uh, obviously, Russian River does it, Firestone does it, um, Alyosh does it, Surly does it. Um, the people that the people that do it have a definitely have 
uh, unique thing that they're doing. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to think who else. But I tried a couple of la- I still have actually a, pe- a pentagram. I have one in my fridge right now that I'm waiting for a special occasion to drink, which might be probably now. I mean, I should probably drink it now. This it's is pretty occasion. special. I mean, you got on Google Plus for the first time ever. Yes, I downloaded Chrome for Christ's sake. You just downloaded <laughs> Chrome. Okay. Um, anyway, Holly, what I did wanted to ask you, because I think we're basically wrapped up on this sour beer talk, um, can you rank for me your favorite types of beer? Oh. I don't need to know beers, but types of beer. Um, <clears throat> wow, that's tough, guys. Um, I mean, I would say generally IPAs are going to be first. Uh, I'm not going to go into like categories of IPAs, whether it's like black IPAs or no. session IPAs. We'll just say we'll just say any West sort Coast. of like hop. Yeah, hoppy IPA is probably going to be my first. Um, and then I guess I would say like like anything kind of like barrel aged, funky, sour. Um, that would probably be my next. Um, and then after that, I would probably go like more more German. So maybe like um, probably like half of like a German Hefeweizen next, and then like a Pilsner, and then. From there, uh, I'm not really big, like, I don't like barley wines. I don't really like super malty beers. I'm just going to go with those those first those first four. That's gonna be okay, my... that's good enough. What about your least favorite? Like, what's the worst uh, type? For me? Yeah. <clears throat> no, not, not, like, objectively speaking. You personally. Yeah, me personally, I don't like really, I don't like really roasty, chocolatey, um... Big, sweet, syrupy, uh, porters or stouts. Um, I don't really like, I, I don't, I can't, I don't really get into barley wines. Um, that would probably be the two, I mean, oh, I mean, I don't like to, I don't really love, do, do I have to state this? I don't really like domestic light beers or anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's not you the Wait a second. You work Someone for a brewery to... and you don't like domestic light beers? Yeah. No, I don't. That's mind boggling. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's a generalization. Probably not that surprising. No, that's good. That's a good overview of beers. I think I'm kind of the same way. I think, I hate everything Belgian. I don't like any Belgian beers. Oh, you don't? Yeah. I'm not, I, 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 there's some Belgian, it's definitely at the, like the Bel, is that just you laughing? I'm just trying to check in on that. That's, that's my wife laughing at my daughter right now. Sorry. <laughs> that was like a little confusing, just random laughter in the background. It's like, man, right. Stu has got a weird laugh when he's trying to, like, cover it up. I think Sorry. here's the thing, Brandon. I'd say, like, if you, tr- if you try, like, really good Belgian, like, really good Belgian beers, then you might, that's, like, sort of what was, is a, is a better gateway than, than anything. So if you had, like, a, a, a Duval or a, um, I don't know, like a Westie, or you had like some really good Belgian beer, like that are a little bit. It's almost like the difference. I mean, for me, it's almost like the difference between having like a really good bourbon and a bad bourbon, because there's certainly like kind of like bastardized Belgian styles. I mean, yeah, I will that's say probably one of the is the shitty stuff. Yeah, um, but it's definitely. I think it's an acquired taste. People either like it or they don't like it. Same as some people just hate. 
some people I think have like out like not they have weird reactions to like things like cops where they just like they cannot like it's like people who don't like cilantro. People freak out if things are in cilantro. People have the same reaction to hops actually, and I don't understand it at all. It's like how could you not like the like really like forward flavor of hops, but there's certainly people who don't. And we yeah, should but ban- I feel we like banish them. I feel like there's 95% of beer snobs love crazy hoppy beer, but only like 50% of people or 60 love cilantro. <laughs> Maybe. I don't but I think it's too, it's like, you know, like with trends, with, uh, like with anything is that I think we'll start seeing a, because this is like with popular music, all of a sudden when a, a style or something becomes popular, like people, some people stop liking that and start trending towards something else. And so I think, um, you'll, I think you'll start to see people trending away from hoppy beers and maybe I mean maybe it's lagers maybe it's um, maybe it's Belgian beers maybe it's some other crazy thing I've never heard of <laughs> um, <laughs> but by uh, the way just to any podcast listeners out there if you stop liking something because it got too popular you are a moron yeah so especially if it relates to this podcast if you stop listening to this podcast because it got too popular that will never happen yeah. yeah, you heard wrong. That would be yeah. the problem. <laughs> then you have read things wrong because this podcast will never be popular. But like right now, you guys see a lot of these session IPAs. Um, I mean, they're everywhere. Everybody's got a session IPA. We have, we have, we just came out with ours this month. Um, yeah, this time of year. You know, but it's, yep. uh, it was, you know, last year at this time, there's probably only two or three. Um, and now the market has, you know, like 50 plus. So it'll always be, you know, it's, it follows trends like anything else. So can I? Ask well, we you? talked about it um, uh, when we saw when we saw each other over Christmas, Holly. But mm-hmm. um, there's also just too many small local craft beer places, just in general. Like there's just too many. There's okay. some of this stuff. I really want to support them, and I'm glad they're local and they're small, whatever. But they're just making really shitty beer, and I think we're just saying we like it because they're making their own beer and they've got their own label, and that's great. And we're trying to support it, but. That's going to have to weed itself out at some point, too. Either everybody's got to get a lot better at this, or some people are just not going to be able to hack it, and we're going to, after a while, stop being like, I'm going to give these guys credit just because they're not Budweiser or something, you know? Yeah, I think that's actually the, that would be the um, consensus from, you know, any established brewery to anyone who has any investment in craft brewery, and that was part of the keynote speech at the, we had our, we have our annual craft brewers conference in denver uh well it rotates every year it was in dc last year it was in denver this year and it was a couple weeks ago and we were is this the one that you were drunk for like two straight days <laughs> yeah basically nice. it was for work it was for work you guys yeah 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 and um and the keynotes the you know like as part of the keynote one of the things is like just the sort of like reminder where it's like things like quality control and quality assurance and this like um, hyper vigilance that we should all be making good craft beer is sort of, it has to stay prevalent. Otherwise, you know, there are so many breweries and there are a lot of breweries that aren't making, you know, like really, really good beer. And it, it actually is, is, is not good for the industry because if that's your first experience and your first introduction to craft beer, you're like, no, fuck this. I'm going to stay with the Coors Light. No offense, Clarence, but, um, <laughs> 
it's uh it's not good for anybody if any craft brewery is making shitty you know like not even shitty beer but like not great beer so um so yeah i mean in this year i think it was something you know you, there's like still 800 applications for new breweries for you know like this calendar year and i think only so, something like maybe i can't remember a couple hundred failed but there's still you know another 600 that are uh, approved to open so it's we've certainly not reached the uh the peak of the market as far as um you know oversaturation at least not yet i can't i can't quite understand who right now given given how many craft breweries there are just in the minneapolis area i can't imagine who out there is like you know what you know what minneapolis really needs i don't think i think there's a niche out there to be filled of craft brewery Unless they're making some, you know, old bay seasoning beer or whatever, mm-hmm. something that's completely different that's out there. I just, I don't understand what's going through people's minds to say, I really want to also do this same thing that 400 other people are doing right now. It seems like it well, would be so difficult. Well, to... they're drunk, John. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have any idea. People what still open bars, it. John. I mean, yeah. that's, you know. You just gotta have enough confidence to be like, we're just have, we're just gonna do better. People are always gonna wanna buy beer. They're gonna yeah. wanna buy more better beer. So I'm just gonna beat everybody else at, at this game. Yeah. Which is insane and it doesn't work for some people, but, um, like I always think of, and you make a good point and, and Stu, like with restaurants and bars or whatever else, like there's other examples of like, dude, what are you doing? We have enough. Stop it. The best example I can think of is, um, think about when Under Armour first came out, they decided they were going to take on Nike. If, was that not the most audacious, dumb business plan in the world? Like, if I would have been an investor, like, uh, get the fuck out of my office. No, you're not going to take on Nike, you idiot. They've got everything cornered. You're going to need billions of dollars. And somehow they, they did it. So, Man, you're, I think if I you're delusional that- and, and half drunk, then you probably can convince yourself that I'm going to be the guy that's going to be the next Surly. I was at the Ravens practice facility last week, um, and it's like basically the whole thing is uh, is it's like the Under Armour Under Armour practice facility for <laughs> the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens. Oh, because they're located, they're based in yeah, Baltimore, they're in right? Maryland. They're in Maryland. Um, yeah. It was started by a it was started by a football player at the University of Maryland, and um, I'm just here to tell you, Under Armour is not hurting. <laughs> <laughs> for money. Um, they're okay. All right. They're okay. They do. I don't. Evidently, they do some sweat wicking technology. I don't know. I don't. Oh know yeah. Sure, but... Pulls it away and puts it right <laughs> into the shirt, so then you don't stink, but your shirt smells yeah. the worst, like yeah. the worst thing on, on earth. <laughs> Apparently, that's better. Something you're wearing yeah. than you. <laughs> um. So one thing that I think is is interesting about what's you know coming up or what needs to improve in the beer industry besides just there's too many of them is this consistency between tap and bottles and even cans now mm-hmm. there are so few breweries if any that can actually get that right between all of them like mm-hmm. even surly for example like with furious a furious on tap is one of my favorite things in the world a furious in a can is like yeah it's good it's good it's not you know but it doesn't really compare i feel like I don't know if that's solvable at all, and because there's so many other factors like the lines at a bar, right? Right. right. That's like, I mean, that would be the the key one. Is that's just as much as any place I go, I always look at the draft line, and I'd always prefer something on draft. It really depends where you are and how hyper vigilant that account is at 
keeping their lines clean, uh, cleaning them at least once a week. Uh, I mean, it's, you know the bars that do it and you don't know the bars that don't. Um, uh, I, I love, I love beer out of a can. Um, I don't, I think a lot of it is all in your head whether beer in a bottle tastes different out than beer out of a can. I like, why are you laughing, Sue? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're laughing at me. You're probably laughing at something on television, but. Yeah, he's. Um, Stu doesn't actually participate in the podcast so much as he listens to it while Apparently watching his daughter television. Daughter is the funniest thing in the world. He's just <laughs> yeah. watching her. She's doing some jig or something. Um, I love beer out of a. I love beer out of the can, even when I get surly or if I have any, you know, any of our like 16 ounce, 12 ounce cans. Um, I always drink them out of the can. Uh, most craft beer snobs would say like, no, you don't. Want to, you always drink something out of the glass because that's what releases. Um, you know, like. To, to get the real sense of the beer, um, but I really like, I really love drinking beer out of the can. So, um, yeah, it feels like it offsets some of the snobbery for me mentally. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, you don't, me, you don't know, back to like, you don't get the full experience if it's not in a glass. And I would say that, like, certainly out of the bottle, I don't ever drink beer out of the bottle. Like, I'll always pour it in a glass. But there's something about having beer in a can, and it's a little bit colder than it probably should be. And I'm probably abnormal that I like, I like my beer probably a couple degrees colder than it should be served at just because I like cold beer. Um, you got, and, but you don't love Coors. I don't get it. I mean, no, you know I mean, that it's coldest the beer. Yeah. The, the Maldives are blue, guys. They're blue. Yeah. Like ice cold. That's, they're so ice cold. It's like no, 24 like, degrees somehow. So yeah. Like the OJs just show up at your house and play Love Train, and it's awesome. Oh, shit, like yes. People all over the world. <laughs> so what? is the can... Um, IPA thing, not a trend. You think it's gonna stick around for a while? I hope it stays forever. I love it. Like, what do you mean? Any beer in cans? IPAs in cans? Yeah. Is this just a trend, just for a little bit, and then no, they'll go I back think, to bottles? I think you'll see. I think you'll see more breweries packaging in cans because it's. Uh, if you're just starting out, it's a, it's. I don't, I don't say a million times more efficient. I don't do math, but it's a ton more efficient to only packaging cans. Um, and from a quality, like from a quality standpoint, uh, beer that's in cans, uh, has a better shelf life than beer, um, in a bottle. Um, cause you don't have oxidation, you don't have light, there's less headspace. Um, for all, you know, like a, a number of reasons, it's, it's better to package in cans, so I think you'll see more of it. Um, so no, you'll still, yeah, you'll see as much, if not more. Good. That's exciting. I know Two Hearted is in cans now. Yep. Uh, Saga is in cans now. Yep. Here's bright. There's more you can do with it. You know, you pack it in, you pack it out. Easy. You can smash them. Yeah. Smash yeah, my em. brother's my brother's place in Arizona, I think, has gone to all cans at this point now too. Oh, okay. Just, all right. It's the way of the world. You know, if I'm not mistaken, I think we're seeing the. Uh, a ceiling in Cannon Falls right now, so I think we're joined at the moment by Clarence Swamptown. Fuckers. Clarence. Oh, there it is. There it is. How there. are you guys? Um, we're good. Not too bad. Holly, we're good. Holly tried to steal your catchphrase before. Right. We told her not to, yeah. but... I stole your line already, Clarence. Sorry. Uh, You've been phased out. She actually just decided to join us full-time, man. <laughs> What? You seem busy. You seem busy. So we figured. Usually that's my joke. And I say, 
parents, we phase you out. But I'm really pleased that Brandon used it this time. Sorry, parents. Uh, like, is Operation there anything? Was a smashing success. Oh, is there is there anything I can do to to get back on the team, or is it is it done? Is this you could, done deal? You or? could write a letter on how you're gonna improve, and then well, take that. I letter won't do that. And no. shove it up your butt. <laughs> and then take the pen and shove that up your butt. <laughs> Anything else you utilized to come up with your strategies, shove it all right up your butt. <laughs> Clarence sounds totally defeated so, right now. And then so make sure it didn't happen, and then we'll talk about it. So what I'm hearing is that I don't really have a chance of there's no arbitration process or appeals. We'll review the photos of things up your butt, and we'll decide <laughs> if we think it's photoshopped or not. And if it's authentic, you'll probably be back in. <laughs> it sounds fair. Sounds we all agreed. <laughs> well, you, got, you guys all you guys all agreed on on this, huh? Well, I was going to say you have to eat a taco, but we know that's not happening. So. Well, I, I would rather do the first thing. The first thing sounds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can, I can get rid of this pen. What do you think? I've had this yeah. pen for a while. We don't have to use yeah. this one anymore. Oh, um, you guys are, you guys should consider starting a sports humor podcast. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. We should try to be funny someday. We should try yeah, talking about sports someday. Serious and hey, you guys should probably talk about sports. Eh. Yeah. Don't really know anything about sports. What is Actually, this, is, this like, a, is this like sports over beers or something? <laughs> Can someone explain uh, that sports over beers be thing? <laughs> um. What do we What do we actually know about sports over beers? I I saw something about this on Twitter, but I didn't understand it at all. It is Mackie and Judd, and uh, they sit and have like a podcast while they're drinking beer, I believe. Oh, we got a new competitor, and it's on the radio or it's a podcast. It's at the podcast level. It's not on the radio at all. So it's kind of yeah, it's not gleaming in the geek because they're on the radio. But Zogad and Mackie are on the radio. Why do they need a podcast? They don't have enough time to competition, talk. Guys. Competition. They saw right. us coming. They mm-hmm. saw us coming. They're trying to cut us off at the pass. We're just going to blow right through it like Dukes of Hazard. Jump over it. Right over them. Fuck you. It's going to happen. If the last 30 seconds is any indication, they have yeah, we're got screwed. Yeah. <laughs> we're so screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't worry about us. It's been about 45 minutes and we haven't talked about sports. Well, we did talk about beer. But we did talk about beer. Talked about a lot about beer. I can't talk. I, my voice is shot. I'm, so you guys just talk. I got nothing to say. Anyways. Have you just Why been we... screaming at people all night? What's been going on? <clears throat> yeah, basically. Stupid fuckers. <laughs> How many times a week, Clarence, do you give somebody the finger while driving? I haven't done that in probably... Uh, oh, I don't know. Seconds. I can't even think of a time I've ever done that. 
Wow. Okay, how about the raised arm, like, what are you doing? Like, so they can see how exasperated you are. One of those. I uh, know, no, my go-to deal is the jerk-off hand motion. <laughs> seriously, that is seriously my, my deal. Yeah, I wait until I see their eyes in the rear of the mirror and I give them the, the jerk-off hand gesture. Has anybody ever, like, just pulled over and thought that that was a universal, like, we're gonna give each other hand <laughs> No, <laughs> usually there is a context I saw involved. You follow me pretty closely, bud. Let's see. They know. Uh, We're no. in Morrison County now. I guess I know what I gotta do. <laughs> no. I don't want to be a bad neighbor. Let's do this. So you just do a jerk off motion. Yeah, I don't do that at all. I do a lot of the exasperated arm up in the air. I can't believe you're ruining my life right now. Move. <laughs> no. I do that a lot. Sure. I understand. Yeah. Okay. Um, Here's a suggestion. Why don't we talk about the Minnesota Wild for four seconds, and then we can get into our guest interrogation. I've got a few questions for for Miss um, Mantooth. Yep, I'm here. All right. What do you, what uh, inside information do you have about the Wild, Holly? Um, well, let's talk. Start. Did you guys cover Holly's uh, resume? I mean, do you, why would she have inside information? Do people know this? Why don't you? Oh, I don't know there. if people do know this. Holly, why would you have inside information about the Wild? Uh, well, Married to Mike, I, I did work for the Wild for six years. Um, I was I was a scout, in, international scout assistant coach. Yes, I um, back of goalie. Emergency goalie. It was um, <laughs> high tech intelligence. I was basically an internal spy for um, <laughs> Internal uh, spy, you were spying on other wild employees? Yeah, that was basically my job. <laughs> she was um, just peeking over cubicle walls. That was her entire job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think I was, you were a spy, Holly. You were just a creep. I, mean, I was basically just stealing things off the copier that weren't mine. <laughs> just <laughs> sending reports to Craig Leopold. So-and-so picks his nose during the work day. I mean, we didn't actually, I mean, we didn't actually talk. I just slid things under his door. Um, papers, cookies, <laughs> uh, you know, all sorts of things. Um yeah, I was, uh, so six years, uh, I worked there in various, uh, capacities of our, uh, digital marketing team. Um, my hyper-intelligence about hockey operations is, uh, is some... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What? Uh, limited? Because I worked a little bit more on the entertainment side than I did on the hockey side. So I can I'm more adept at telling you what hockey players like what musical artists that were coming through the building <laughs> for than uh you know, their on ice performance or how much they could uh, you know, like uh bench or squat. Alright. So um, this isn't really gonna help me gamble at all though, Holly. No, I have not I cannot help you reach your spread uh in that capacity at all. Excuse me? Or she yeah. can't help you gamble. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, yeah. Is that I was trying to use a gambling term. 
Oh, good. Reach your spread. Yep, that's total gamblers. Right there. <laughs> the old reaching of the spread. I can't help you spread <laughs> out. I'd love to. I think one of the more sure. fun games for me in this podcast is just, you know, sitting here and hearing it and trying to guess what title Brandon is going to use for the episode. <laughs> that yeah, is, I think it's going to be called Reach, Reach Your Spread has excellent odds, I would say. If he doesn't use Artesian Wallace Seaman, I'm going to boycott the rest of the podcast for this year. Artesian Wallace well, of Seaman, that didn't get recorded. Did no, it, it did now, though. So. Yeah, now it did. Okay. For, <laughs> for anyone who missed it, that was an interlude in the middle of the podcast in which one of the people on this podcast was describing things. I won't say who, and I won't explain what they were describing, but I think you can probably... You can probably get more, more or less the entire context from what was just said there. So, welcome to, welcome to Inside the Sportive. Yeah, I don't want to get too, again, too meta, but every time that John presses pause, we immediately unleash like the most X-rated, disgusting conversation <laughs> yeah. possibly imagined yeah. at all. Like, if you think what we record is kind of gross, yeah. no, like, I mean, you should hear welcome. the torrent of filth that doesn't make it to air. Our souls need to be saved so badly. And nobody is saving my soul. Not happening. That ship has sailed. No, that horse Long is so ago. far away from the barn that, yeah, it's gone. Okay, so you don't have any inside information whatsoever. Um, into, you know into what the, songs are going to be played on the organ at all? I mean, do you have a playlist? or I got a um, song you can play on the organ. Yeah, that's one that, that John <laughs> that, that John Satriani song, that'll probably get played. Okay. Um, okay. What can you it's tell about the musical know. tastes of wild players? Uh, Heavy metal. Um, um, yeah, I mean, it's less country, definitely more like pop, pop female. Um, Nickel, Nickelback? Nickelback never played when I was there. Um, I mean, Gwen Stefani was popular, I'd say. Um, um, what else? With the wives or the players? <laughs> no, the players, the players. What? Player. What? I, really? Quinn's yeah. What? They're all Canadian. That's why I went with Nickelback. They're not even making any oh. sense. You're not. You're not even making any sense you're right now. Huge into Brian Adams. Yeah. Brian Adams. All the Robin Hood soundtrack. Yeah. Crash test dummies. You know it's true. Everything. Avril. Yeah, Avril was popular. Brian, Brian Adams. Avril, who gave an award one time to David Bowie. <laughs> True story. Um, no, my my only wild uh, my only um, wild insights I was gonna give you guys tonight was that um, when I so I worked there for six years and when I left, um, if you've been there I think for over five years, they give you a um, as a as a well and if you haven't stolen anything or. Uh, Somehow, like insulted the company too vehemently. You, you get a jer- a, a jersey sure. with your name on the back of it. So I have okay. a wild jersey. That's cool. So Riseboro didn't get one since he stole his paycheck for yeah. pretty much his entire career there. He he didn't get a jersey when they left him. He's lucky he didn't get a fucking felony indictment. Yeah. You know when Doug Risebrow left his office for the last time, he stole every last office supply he could get. Just walked out yep. with a giant crate. He dropped it down out the window out of a police. He was trying to, yeah, he was trying to it. take the couch and his desk and stuff. And then he traded it for Cam Barker. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was, we called for. 
<laughs> yeah, I think he he did. There were a lot of glue sticks and t- tape dispenser rolls and things that were missing. Glue sticks. <laughs> Why would the wild even have glue sticks? I just trying to think that through. Like yeah. trying to gl- were they trying to glue Marion Gabrick's groin back together? They were trying to paste together Mark <laughs> Parrish's career. Uh-huh. Oh, that was a good one, yeah, I like that one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're mean about sports. All right, guys. That's what you do. <sighs> All right, people. That while we're on the sports topic, do you have any insight about since you? I don't. I think people probably know if they're listening to this podcast. But Holly is a former United States Women's National Team soccer member. Probably, I would say, pretty close to the most famous soccer player ever from Minnesota. So, my question is: Do you have any insight into either a the Firing of the women's national team coach that happened a couple weeks ago. B, they did. <laughs> B, the men's I national love team firings. <laughs> damn it, I missed that. I love it when people get shit canned. God, damn. okay, let's talk about that. All right. Make sure that we talk about. Let's that. start with that. Holly, do you have any insight into that? I I don't I don't. Ah, son of a bitch. Oh, control. She was stealing you know. stealing paychecks for years. Throw some stones or something. Yeah, I want to hear. Et cetera. Yeah, just shots fired. Tom Sermani, you're on notice. Tom Sermani? Um, yeah, well, he's already been fired, so. Oh. All right. W- was it the right decision to make? Yes. What? No, jo- no. Holly. What? I want to hear John's perspective, too, but do you think I it was let, the right let's decision? Let John, let's let John go first. Oh. I already went. I said yes. It was the right decision to make. Because Holly, Holly had no you idea think? what the answer was. <laughs> Who, what? Who got fired? <laughs> Who, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, yeah? No? Totally. Have you met the guy before? <laughs> Who? Thompson Tom? Armani. Thompson Reuters. No. <clears throat> no. No. Okay. No. I haven't met him can't vouch for him. Is he a player? Is he a player coach? Or is he a coach? Of, <laughs> of the U.S. Women's National Team? Uh, no, I'm, he, but here, my question is, is and I don't even know, I don't, I don't know his history, but is he a player coach? Like, was he a player who's now a coach? Oh. Well, he couldn't be a no, player on the women's, U.S. Women's oh, National Team. Is a difference. There's, there's coaches who used to be players. And then there's coaches oh. who weren't good players who are just coaches, which I think it goes into, like, what kind of coaches. I have no further information on him, I'm afraid. I don't, I don't know. And I'm sorry, I don't either, guys. I know you were counting on me here. I don't have any I'm sure you were counting on me more than anyone, guys. I didn't even know the coach was fired, so. Okay. <laughs> well, that's all right. It wasn't, you guys, it wasn't in the notes that... Uh, John gave me to uh, be prepared for tonight. So, whoops! His one, his one soccer note was Shannon Box. Funny name. <laughs> I was ready to talk about Manuel Lagos. You guys, that was the only person I was ready to. talk I want to hear about that. When yeah. is he going to get fired? I don't know. Is he going to get fired? No, well, he not should. right now. I heard there are schisms. Yep. Yeah. Didn't you hear Multiple about schisms. the uh, Frank Balboni in- incident last year, where he ran off Steve Balboni? To uh, Tampa and Bob Hamlin and Freddie Patek, all the old Royals got run off. Johnny Damon, 
Johnny covered for him because Johnny's a water carrier for Minnesota soccer. So no. they had, <laughs> yep. All Johns. Refused to ask the hard questions, and even, Lagos just even destroyed. The ones that everyone else wants to know. Destroyed the franchise. They're in ruins. They were a championship caliber club, and uh, now they're in ruins. Just to line his pockets or something. For anyone who Somehow. wants an actual fact, they've won their first two games of the season and they're tied to the league lead. Oh, get well, that like, out of my like the Twins. So they can put a banner up, but you can't hang a banner in a soccer in some doors. But, uh, Excellent point. Very painted on the kit. There you go. They can mm-hmm. paint it. Gra- yeah. they, they make these things called grommets. They're on banners and you hang them oh. from any really Gra- sturdy surface. Grommet. That's the things you can't put in water or feed them after midnight. <laughs> so, do you. Grommets too was terrifying, by the way. Alright. Shit my pants. I had a question, but the Dallas Anaheim hockey game is on right now, and I just saw a Dallas fan in the stands that had a North Stars jersey on, and I'm filled with a white hot burning rage that cannot be contained. That's. I love Dallas. That's so ridiculous. Let's not. I don't even talk about it. Part of their franchise. Part of their franchise, bud. They were lifelong fans of the North Stars. They just didn't know it yet. And now, that person has a. Ducks, like, you know, the Mighty Ducks first movie when they first got their jerseys? He had that jersey on. Also a Minnesota team. Screw you! <laughs> I might be yelling at the television. All right, let's get back to Manny Lagos. What inside information do you have on Manny Lagos, Holly? Um, <clears throat> I have no inside information. My only um, context on Manny Lagos is that when I was... Um, when I was 16, he was 19. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Is this from Dirty Dancing? Is this from Dirty Dancing? <laughs> and then we did the lift in the water. It was so beautiful, you guys. And I've never heard this thing before. <laughs> yes, I what did Manny uh, do to you? <laughs> uh, no, they were... Uh, we, we, their team and, and uh, the the... St. Paul Blackhawks and the Burnsville Giants were both in the youth national championship tournament for um, youth soccer um, back in the early 90s. And they won their tournament and we won our tournament and they were actually like really great. Um, they were uh, they were like just really cool, good supporters of ours. Um, and so that was my context is that he was like sort of this... He's a pseudo hero, guys, back in the, uh, in oh, the, oh, good. And he's like, so maybe this is, product. yeah, we went back, yeah, we we're at the hotel or something and, you know, post game. Yeah. Good. And, okay. then, and then he wrapped my knee in an East bandage and he rubbed my crotch. <sighs> you cut out there for a second. No, don't repeat it. No, I'm not gonna. Um, hmm. no, uh, I honestly, I don't know. I haven't been back there long enough to know what kind of coach he is for the Thunder. Um, but I would say that I would hope that he's a good coach because he's got a great playing experience, but he also grew up with one of Minnesota's, like, I don't know, one of their most famous soccer coaches today, which is, is his father. Pele. So I think he's got a good Pele. I mean, Pele. Tino Letary? Tino Letary's kid? He, no, Tino Letary's kid's playing hockey, man. Yeah, yeah that's why this doesn't guy. even make sense. Yeah. Um, no, Buzz Lagos, who is a long-standing oh, uh, sure. pillar of the uh, Toy Story. soccer community. 
Um, on the Mount Rushmore of Minnesota soccer. Lots yeah. of hugging bear. Yeah, you guys, he would be in the, the Mount Rushmore of Minnesota soccer. Would actually I would have run through it. Yeah, who yeah. is it? All right. It would be Buzz it Lagos. Would be Buzz Lagos. Yep. Uh, Brianna Scurry. John Marthaler. <laughs> Holly Manthai. Holly. <laughs> oh my god. Royalty. Um, and, um. Ace Metzalinga. Yeah, probably. No, I'm gonna give a shout out. He's not from, he's not from Minnesota, but he's, he's, he is me, he is, uh, I'm sorry, Michael Rand and my favorite Minnesota striker player, Alan Willie. I'm gonna go ahead and give it head nod to Alan Willie on that one. <laughs> I thought, Al Wills, huh? I thought Jan Goosens would for sure make an oh, appearance there. Al, Allie Wills. Yeah, definitely, but he's Swedish. He's probably in a lot of, he probably is in Sweden's, uh, their Mount Rushmore. So I'm just gonna let, I'm gonna give him that. I'll give a shout out to Amos McGee as well from St. Yeah, Paul. You know what, you oh, I, oh, you just, I was just about to say that. Damn it. What, what yeah. about the guy, my guy from St. Paul? Uh, Ooh. Tony. Tony, Santa. Santa, yeah. Santa. Yeah, he's awesome. What about him? Yeah. What about him? He, he could be on there. He should, yeah, he should make it. He should make this it. This is he getting too big. He should make it over me. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever been to the conference. <laughs> yes. Even if we list. add I think you're thinking Wikipedia <laughs> list of notable Minnesota <laughs> soccer. That's that's a even if we thing. add Crazy Horse, that now we're only up to five. I mean yeah. you can only have it's basically it's Mount Rushmore and people. the baseball hall of fame all wrapped into one. <laughs> yeah. okay. That got out of out of hand. Well we're inclusionary. We're not we're not exclusion type people. John, what was the Thunders record last season? Where did they finish? Uh they finished in the middle of the league. What was their record? I couldn't tell you. Not well, okay. uh, not very Lagos, good. Lagos, Lagos comes off the quite the poor. Ball. Lagos comes off the hill. He's not on Mount Rushmore. Right. I'll give it. I'll give it to Tony. I'll give it to Tony. Right, that's fair. <laughs> File. My guy, St. Paul. Totally fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Should we uh, uh, press record again, John? God <laughs> 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 damn it. <laughs> And I forgot. All right, let's do the guest interrogation because I don't think we did this the first time Holly was around because we hadn't. We were on like episode twelve and we hadn't thought of actually asking the guest questions yet. It was more just like, oh, there's a guest on, so you like stuff. That was really <laughs> it. So let's do the guest interrogation. I have Brandon go through this now. Okay, wait. So what of all the stuff that we just did? What was not all of it? No, this is this is a very specific. It's an almost scientific process. It's okay. formal. Everything else is informal. This is the formal interrogation. Yeah, your okay. your results will be mailed to you within the next three weeks, and then you can use them to study and become a better person. Okay. It's like the MMPI, basically. It is like the MMPI. Okay. I don't know what that is, but yes. So I've customized a few of these questions um, for you, uh, my friend. Um, so fill in the blank of this. Baltimore is slightly better than X city and slightly worse than Y city. Ooh. <clears throat> Baltimore is slightly better than um what city and slightly worse than what city? Yeah, um, yeah I want to know what you think of Baltimore. I, I actually love Bal- I I really like Baltimore. It reminds me a lot of Minneapolis actually. So I would I would say because there's a there's an internal there's like a uh, mid Atlantic rivalry between Baltimore and DC. I would say it's uh, it's better than DC. Uh, Baltimore is uh, Baltimore is worse than Minneapolis. 
Oh, all right, all right. So DC shots fired. Yeah. Literally. Shot of your rivalry. Yeah. So since it's Baltimore, literally, literally so many shots, shots are being fired. Being fired right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean shots fired. As I heard actually in the background. Yeah, in Baltimore, you might, <laughs> yeah. Might, no, might, you're gonna want to get down on your belly. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a bad situation. Hit the deck. Yep. Okay. Uh, what is your uh, favorite guilty pleasure song? Um, favorite guilty pleasure song. Um, yeah. It's probably uh, I'm gonna go Eric Church Springsteen. Oh snap! Okay. Wessel's gonna get me pissed. I know. You just called down the thunder. You just called down the Wessel thunder. I love it. I'll, de- I'll be on your side. I'll defend you. I'm I, don't wanna, you. I don't want to see the rage no. that happens from yeah. him. Do you guys yeah. think Dana actually yeah. listens anymore? No. There's let's, no let's give him a code word to tweet at us if he's actually listening. Well, I think we just did. Yeah. Eric Church. It was Eric, Eric Church. Church. Dana, tweet Eric Church at us if you're listening. No chance in hell. Uh, Zero. Right. Next question. What is the most embarrassing outfit you've ever worn? Embarrassing outfit I've ever worn? That Burnsville uh, letter, letter jacket. Pretty, pretty sure... Every outfit that I wore in high school, um, which could all be documented in my senior portrait, in which I was wearing uh, uncomfortably tight, high-waisted Jabot jeans with a rugby and bass shoes for my senior portrait. So that was the best of the best. Uh, I go in the closet much. and find out my number one outfit. Got to get those yep. clothes going. Yep. You guys, I don't know. I pretty... I had a membership card at Structure, which I'm pretty sure no other girls had in high school. <laughs> yep. Yep. I would say the only thing um, lamer than Jerbo jeans is my wife, who um, my wife, her, <laughs> her mom uh, bought her a pair of like Cherokees from Target and sewed a little a little label thing on the front of those. Oh, <laughs> thank God. She didn't really do that, did she? I swear to God, I swear to God it happened. Okay, this, okay I'm going to repeat this because I don't think this really happened. I have to say it out loud so my wife can hear it. My your wife. wife's mother bought Cherokee jeans and then sewed a gerbeau patch <laughs> on the front of the zipper. Yeah. The placket. <laughs> So she could have faux gerbos. Faux gerbos. Faux gerbos. Faux gerbos. Where do you get the little thing? Where do you buy them? Just the, where, just the little tab thing on the zipper. Where do you go to buy something like that? The internet didn't exist. How, how, you probably just where, like ripped up an old towel or something. <laughs> do you like just go to the bus stop and rip it off of somebody? She's in jail. She's still in jail. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really believe. I mean, I, I've I've heard the stories that you've told about your in-laws is um you able to put away I like a them. twenty-four pack of Steel Reserve. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I didn't really I believe they were from that. I didn't believe they were from the Hanska area until just now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I believe it because Hanska yeah. is just you know, oh, no. as like you know the Bermuda Triangle of Southern Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I should try to get, I should try to think of one story for every podcast because they have some amazing ones. And they're like totally cool about it. You know, they don't have any like reservations about doing that. They're like, yeah, I don't give a shit. It's great. You want to tell the story? You're not from the government, are you? Okay, here you go. Tell the story about your brother in law passing out on a table during a Vikings game again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you just told the story. No, 
<laughs> Tell the, I want to hear the story yeah. again because I like this story. <laughs> the story. No, that's not the entire story. Well, so no, it was my. This is my. This is my family. So oh, you this is your exactly family. Like what Jones has in his genetics right now, and the the likelihood that he's going to turn into a regular human is very low. Oh, he'll be fine. My uncle used to drink a lot, and he was living at home at the time. And he got home Saturday night at uh, 1 a.m. And he was going to go to bed in his room, and then he decided he was going to, um, because he didn't want his parents never woke him up for the Vikings games at noon because he just slept right through them. So he decided he was going to sleep in the living room so they'd wake him up because that's where the TV was. So he went to sleep, and he woke up, and he looked at the clock, and it was 3 in the afternoon, so he missed the game somehow in the living room. So he looked over to his left, and um, my uh, great-grandpa was, was my great-uncle. My great-grandpa was sitting on the couch uh, kind of staring at him. And he's like, what the hell? So he turned and looked over, and he had slept for 14 straight hours on the um, coffee table in the living room <laughs> while they were watching a Vikings game. They watched an entire <laughs> Vikings game with their son on the coffee table, passed out. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, I love that story. One of my favorites. And All right. And I don't care if it's not true. Yep. Okay, Holly, we've only got, I've got like uh, 75 questions left. Um okay. Uh, uh, what is your drink of choice um, if you only are allowed to have one drink in an evening? Uh, <laughs> like specifically beer related or just beer? Whatever you would choose. Probably no. You can't just say beer. Like one, you uh, only are allowed one drink tonight. What are you gonna have? Uh, well, my fridge is always full. Of a beer, if I could choose just one beer, um, it would be a, it would be a fine dog beer. It would just be a matter of which beer that is. That's tonight, the question then. Yeah. Tonight, tonight I had two, I had three beers. I had two truths and I had a, I had a mint chocolate stout in honor of, uh, of Stu because I'm going to bring him one of these because, uh, he Yay. seems to want one. Holly, um, this is not an opportunity for you to give an advertisement for your goddamn. <laughs> no, no, this is not. Yeah. The question Which, is, you are allowed one drink. What's the one drink you choose? Quit, quit camp dancing around the damn question. Yeah, I know this isn't easy. Well, you know, Flying Dog has so many great beers there. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably available at your local liquor store at a reasonable yeah. price. That's FlyingDogBrewery.com. Your finder on our website, you can uh, find it in your local zip code. Um, it's beer. It's always beer. You guys, I drink, all I drink is beer. It's Which all one? I drink. Which one? Yeah, one. Yeah, pick one. One. Oh, uh, if I could only have one for the rest of my life? No. <laughs> Fine, yes. The one tonight. The one tonight. I drank, uh, the, the one, so my favorite right now is called The Truth. That's the beer. That, that would be it. Okay, good. Right Next question. Okay. Um, what is your, do you have a miracle hangover cure? Um, I just recently learned a miracle hangover cure and it involves, I don't have one because I actually don't usually get hungover, but it involves, um, the, the, the formula was a massage from Manny Lagos. Uh, yeah, a leg massage from Manny Lagos, um, salt, sugar, and something else. You're making a bomb. No, that's a, that is a, uh, yes, no, and oh, it's Jesus not Sally. allowed. What, what is it? Is it something like, you have to have salt and then Gun more powder. liquids and then sugar, and then you like, you do a dance and then you 
cast a spell and then all of a sudden, I don't know, I just, I just drink more and then that usually helps. Okay, so hair of the dog. Yeah. Okay, so if you win the lottery, what would be your dumbest, most extravagant purchase? Um, a meat market. That's a good <laughs> answer. You buy a meat market. Great yeah, idea. Or I would buy space to, to start a meat market. Oh, that's amazing. That's genius. That's I love the it. best answer we've ever had for any of the guest interrogation questions. I love that I love answer. that it's kind of dumb and extravagant, but also would be a great thing to do for, you know, when you're super yeah, rich. Yeah, it would be I'd really to fun. walk into the meat market and have people like, hey, boss. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, goddamn right, I'm the boss. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe just fire somebody, like, when you walk in. Get the fuck out. Just randomly. <laughs> It'd be God, a, that'd be awesome. You would be a good boss. You're fired. Yeah. You'd be so fired. You'd be fired in fucking half an hour. Get out of here. Um, I think we may have asked you this question before. Um, what is your worst behavior at a sports game as a player or spectator? Um, <clears throat> as a player, my worst behavior. Um, State championship, Apple Valley. I mean, other than beating Apple Valley multiple times in state tournaments. Uh, my worst habit. Um, I mean, I would say, I would say on some level, I think, uh, drawing fouls is a, uh, an art. Some people, um, might criticize really people that aren't good at it. Like, I mean, I know Ricky Rubio, for example, gets a lot of bad press for being a flopper, but there's an art to drawing fouls. Uh, I don't know if that's a good habit or a bad habit. But it's kind of so you're admitting well, you to being a diver. Your worst behavior, so I'm guessing you feel some sort of guilt. <laughs> I don't know. I always got the gall, so I don't feel really guilty about it. But so you were the Bill uh, Lambeer of high school soccer. She, was, she played for Duke. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so I don't know if that's my best, or that might be my best and worst. That's how I'm going to go for there. Okay. All right. Good. That's... uh. I accept your answer. Uh, what was your very first concert? Lucas on the Block, Met Center. Oh, shit. Met Center? Nice. Yep. Amazing. Um, yeah, that's just about perfect for South Suburbs, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got dropped off in my parents' old mobile Cutlass Sierra station wagon, wood paneling. What? Did you have your bows at that point? Nice. <laughs> no. I still had a mullet, and people still thought I was a boy. Okay, all right. Still a bro back then. Still a bro. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I love the right stuff. It's kind of my jam. <laughs> Hang in tough. Oh. <laughs> Hang in tough. Step one. We can get a boy haircut. Step two. <laughs> Step two. Fake your bows that are actually Cherokees. Step three. That's why I'm mixing the bags. Bring a soccer Sorry, ball to Sorry. a concert. <laughs> Anybody want to play? You know, sports over beards. You can drink beer while you do a podcast and whatever, but I bet you're not going to sing the Crash Chest Dummies and the New Kids on the Block in the same podcast. It's just not going to happen. Five. And I teach you well, full of semen. Uh, okay. Um, so what would be uh, number one on your sports bucket list? Sports bucket list to attend? Just, yes. Yes. Um, I would love to attend a World Cup. Okay. Is that... Um, um, women's or men's? Um, men's. Because i got to tell you, Holly, you already went to the Women's World Cup. Yeah, I did. 
I did. We, you know, there's a famous story. You guys, I don't know if I shared it with you guys, and I'm embarrassed to admit it, but I'll admit it on the sportcast. This, this, this podcast. Sportcast. Yep. This one's called. Beer and sportscast is. Uh, so Why I played in the Sport Cup, and um, my, I told my friends hear this. My boss and his wife like to give me a really hard time about it because they were mentioning they like to mention to their friends that I played in a World Cup, um, and. They were like, so where's your medal? And did I already tell you guys this story? I don't remember it, so... I don't recall it, no. Nope. Oh, probably not, because you'd remember it if I told you. So You my... sold it for heroin. Nope, I <laughs> threw it in the garbage. Um, <laughs> in Sweden, where that World Cup was held, um, I was 19, and I was like, third place is so dumb. <laughs> and I threw it in the garbage. I didn't even no. bring it home with me. Is that this not the dumbest? Just in like oh, a man. an act of like, defiance and anger and like we'll be back next time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, that yeah, is the right most nineteen-year-old thing ever to do. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Pretty smug. Pretty um um. Yep. Yeah, not really very forward-thinking of me. So it um I don't have a World Cup medal and um I would probably I would if I had that to do over again. I'd I probably would. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I probably would make a different decision. <laughs> yeah, I There's some Swedish garbage man <laughs> that's just got this metal in his house, and it makes yeah. no sense. It's yeah. some uh, of the people he used to play in the women's. <laughs> yeah. women's yeah. No, I'm a tranny. Seriously, I am a tranny. <laughs> Why don't you believe me? Yeah. Um, Sorry, Klaus. Yeah. I really yeah. wish you would have attempted a Swedish accent while doing that proxy. Metal in the garbage can. <laughs> Put it on the wall. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what percentage of Swedish people are aware that America's entire conception of what they sound like and how they act is based on the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know about the entire Put the middle in the garbage can. Put the chicken. The chicken shit. Yeah. Good. Oh boy. Um. Okay, I've got a few questions left. Okay. You can go quickly. Are we running out of time here, John? It's a podcast. We never run out of time. <laughs> Good to hear. Well, I, know you, I know you've got like three hours of actual work to do afterwards to mix this and upload it. On that. So you tell me when you need to be done because the rest of us are going straight to sleep. Um, okay, Holly, this is maybe a uh, difficult question. If you were paid $1 for each calorie eaten of one specific food for a day, which food would you choose? Beer. <laughs> You're getting paid. And what kind dollar. of beer? That's flying dog beer, beer, by the way. That's like, oh, oh, sorry. That's actually my job right now. Um. <laughs> so how many beers? Okay, so what? What's a beer have? Like 175 calories in it? Um, I would say I'm at, I would say like a yeah. That that feels like about average. Two. I would say like 200 feels about average. Okay, so you know this day you're gonna be paid a dollar 175 dollars per beer that you're drinking. Mm-hmm. So you'd start at midnight and be awake for 24 hours. How many beers do you think you could suck down in that time? Oh, a lot. I don't know. I lose count. If I could, lo- if I okay, I'm getting paid to eat. Say that. Say the equation again. I'm not a maths person. I get paid a, a dollar per calorie, but it's only one food. You just have to choose one food. So 
you could choose steak, but that's like a little more filling, or you could choose, yeah. you know. I would choose um, super pretzels with industrial ballpark cheese. Oh, I like it. So I like good. it because I think those have good good tons answer. of calories in them, yeah. and it's not heavy. Yeah. And it's also like pretty bland in general, where you could just pound that for 24 straight hours. I could do that. I do that. I could do that. Okay. Okay. That's a good. That's a good answer. I like it. Um, what is your first good memory of being drunk? Good memory. This is oh. not a therapy session. Um, good memory was that I never drank in high school. I never drank my freshman year until the end of my uh, season, and we lost in the national championship. And we went back to campus, and I had my first drink. I don't remember what it was. I just remember being at a party, and I can remember in hindsight looking at pictures of myself, and I was wearing like you know, basically what I wore on my senior pictures. <laughs> these really awful. Again? These really. I was still wearing the same clothes, you guys. They were these. I was wearing men's clothes before Did not wearing men's clothes in school. It was like these really awful fitting Jerbo jeans with like a baggy like structured T-shirt. Hyper and, color. Yeah, and we were, like, at some frat party. It was, like, the soccer team's house. And it was the first time I'd ever had beer, and I was, like, drunk. And I just was, like, I remembered, like, looking at one of my friends, and I was, like, this is what it feels like to be drunk. I remember saying those words as we, like, listened to Total Eclipse of the Heart or something. <laughs> and, uh yeah, that was uh And then the next one was I was with the national team, and I was at my first training camp, and I had three... MGDs and totally barked everywhere. That one was awesome. <laughs> Three MGDs. What a good memory. Yeah, it was good in hindsight, you know? It's good in hindsight. Um, okay, next question. Um, what would be your dream Minneapolis neighborhood to live if you ever moved home? This is North Loop, man. That's, it's still the That's same. Is that for you? I still have a place in North Loop, Minneapolis. Yeah, that's so, convenient. Okay. That's, um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's no, I'm trying to think if there's any new, nope, nope, still North Minneapolis. I'm going to okay. stick with it. Okay, fair enough. Um, Fargo the movie, are you on Team Brandon or Team Clarence? Now, Team Brandon means that you love the movie and Team Clarence is, they're making fun of us. Uh, Team Brandon. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Um, oh, that that wasn't asked in any uh, with any bias yeah, towards no, it no, or. I'm yeah, just asking the no, questions that, that I wrote ahead. down. And, yeah. um, these questions no, are scientifically was... designed <laughs> by scientists <laughs> to be completely bias free. I'm not leading the witness at all. Um, what is the? Um, hold on. Okay, if you could move everyone and everything you care about from Minneapolis to another city, where would you go? Um, Baltimore, Washington, D.C. Okay, so Baltimore, Washington, D.C. are the greatest cities in the country. Uh, No, they're where I am right now. So you just want everybody to move out to where you are? You wouldn't move everybody to, like, California or something? No, I'm moving here. So how many brothers and sisters do you have? Holly? How many brothers and sisters? Yeah. How many brothers and sisters do you have? Two older sisters. Okay. Just, and one of them's already here. So then I would just like basically I would move 
all of you guys, and I would move my friends in <clears throat> Minneapolis and my parents, and uh, and I would move them, I would move them to our nation's capital. That I wouldn't. Is there a place like rural Dakota County in Baltimore? Because I couldn't live like in. Washington, I mean, there's that. I could find a heart of. I could find a heart of the city for you to feel <laughs> right. That's what I need. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Memories of yes, jobs lost and drinking powdered milk and yes, and government <laughs> cheese. Yeah, I appreciate that. That would be wonderful. Um. Yeah, I don't know, you guys. I'm a like I'm a I'm a Midwest girl at heart. So if I can't be in the Midwest, I would just bring the Midwest to wherever I am. Okay, that's my solution. Okay, these last two are very serious questions. Whoa. Would you rather work on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange or be a janitor of peep show booths? Uh, janitor of peep show booths. You take that. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I have to imagine. That is worse than working on the New York Stock Exchange. It's got to be the worst thing in the world, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's easy. You can pressure wash a peep show booth. <laughs> the filth out of that. You can't. You can't pressure wash the filth of a stock exchange floor. Yeah, I feel like you probably would really quickly get really good at cleaning up a booth. You know, like it would. It wouldn't yeah. be a thing to you after like a couple Plus, months. Of, you, you could know, like people. listen to tunes. You know, you could. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Genuine. Wear sunglasses indoors. You would want to full on. You could, uh, yeah, you could make it fun. That it's is the ultimate silver problem. lining right there. <laughs> You're a show janitor, but I can listen to tunes. So, you know, I got, you know, I'm doing yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty relaxed. Besides, you know, all the cleanup, it's, you yeah. know, it's not a whole lot. You can't be yeah. bad at that job. Just make sure you clean it all up. Yeah, I mean, you can't get to wear rubber gloves and, you know, sounds like it's probably pretty straightforward. You don't need a lot of coaching. Oh, I wouldn't, rubber gloves wouldn't be enough. I'd wear a fucking, I'd, I'd be in a diving bell. I would be, I would, <laughs> like, nice down with like a, the hose coming out the top. It's just <laughs> like an astronaut. Just <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I still think that would be better than working on the New York Stock Exchange. Amen. It would. Agreed. If you had to write a nonfiction book, would you choose to write a biography of Cristiano Ronaldo or the history of glory holes? Call back. History of glory holes? Yeah? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there's less, there's probably less travel involved. I mean, you'd still travel to, like, some of the most well-known glory holes around the country, but... Yeah, and you got a I, great story out of it. I uh I think that there's a whole there's a whole series of books that could be written on on glory holes. Coffee um, table books. Mm-hmm, Possibly mm-hmm. a Ken yeah. Burns documentary of some kind. <laughs> George Plimpton is giving his commentary yeah. on G holes. Okay. Oh no, G G holes. Um. That's what we call them in in the. In the business. In the industry. Limitless. Limitless. Okay. Good. Those are my last two questions. That's great. That was a good guest interrogation, and we never even talked about cake or pie. I know. I got rid of that one. It was stupid. Cake or pie, Holly? 
Um, I would take a casserole. Okay. <laughs> casserole. Who do you think you are? It's hot dish. <laughs> God. So biscuits or wheat thins? Biscuits. Uh... Yeah. 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 Easy. We have a triscuits. You put stuff on them, don't you? Or do you just eat those things plain? Either way, either way you win. Yeah. Oh, so you would take a plain triscuit over a plain wheat thin? See, I think I would go a plain wheat thin, but triscuits if I'm allowed to have toppings. Mm. It seems like a good vehicle for things, but on its own, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're wrong, buddy. <laughs> Your opinion they're, is wrong. they're both miserable. Yeah, you can't, you, unless you dunk them in ketchup. Uh, uh, yuck. Yeah. Chips and ketchup, no. Okay, right. never mind. Um, um, well, I, th- thanks for having me on tonight, guys. Holly, it's always, yeah. it's always a pleasure to have you here, and I don't, I don't know why it took us this long, well, I guess you were on the Christmas episode. I was gonna say, I don't know why it took us this long to have you on again, but we had you on the Christmas episode, and really the part you were on was the only listenable part, and it degenerated oh. from there. That's great. I'm so. really glad to hear that. I feel like I drill you. I feel like I drill you guys a little bit. You don't talk about sports as much as you know. You'd normally get in depth on sports. But here's the uh, thing: nobody wants no to hear us to talk, talk about sports. No. It's okay. we're we we know nothing. We're more. Nope. We went through this all last week when we talked about why we don't win awards as a podcast because we're morons because mm-hmm. we're terrible at podcasting. <laughs> Bad. Really, we have nothing going for us, so it helps nothing. when you come on here and actually have some information about beers and making sour beers and stuff like that. Sure. You bring a sure. lot of information into the podcast, and that's what we're looking for. Good. I'm just here to entertain you guys, you know. Yeah. If you need distractions ever, um, I would like to figure out a way at some point that we're, we're all drinking the same beer, because then, then that would be that would actually be awesome. I'd have to go well, back to you know that. Flying Dog is available uh, basically around the country, so I know, it wouldn't be really difficult. Clarence can chip, chip in here. No, it's only available <laughs> at that shithole <laughs> Apple Valley liquor store that they spent $2 million on. I can geothermally heated. Like the otters at the zoo, and he's got a, it's just, it's, it's a trial and error. It's just God, who the hell him. wants to go up there? Nobody wants to go up there. A two million dollar liquor store. Two million dollars. Yeah, the liquor cool. store here in town is it's just a box. It's fine. You don't need a fancy pants liquor store. They geothermally heated their liquor store. In sounds summary, amazing. It sounds very summary, efficient. I'll mail I'll mail I'll mail Clarence. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is my dream. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. I have a beer bud that I have shipped beer to and from um, at times, and it's it's really awesome. It's a really fun thing to get in the mail to get like yeah. nine furious in the mail. Why aren't we? Why aren't we doing? Why aren't we doing this? We yeah. Why it. aren't we? What yeah. the hell? Come on, let's get it together. It's a mystery. All right, it's let's do this. I've got your contact info. Beer buds. Yeah. That's great. I'm glad I have a new beer bud. Mm-hmm. All right, it sounds like we're wrapping up for the night, so we want to say thanks to Holly. We already kind of said that. Uh, thanks to everybody else who's listening. I don't know why. If you made it through the Wheat Thins versus Triscuits discussion we just had about five minutes ago, congratulations. You are... Get a life. You Get are, a life. You are something, all right. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> are your folks going to listen to this, Holly? No. I don't know. Can, they, can, we get, can they get this on their new iPhone? Probably. It's on Stitcher. Yeah. <laughs> is yeah. Stitcher on the iPhone? I don't know. 
Oh no, they're gonna listen. I got a review. That's that semen deal. That wasn't really recording during that, was it? Holly said the F word seven seconds into this thing, so I guarantee she turned it off. Oh boy, oh boy, oh oh my god, I don't want to hear that. I was impersonating Clarence, so it doesn't count. It wasn't my words. Oh, that's uh, that's a rule in your house, huh? Yeah, we'll allow it. Yeah, you can say it. You can say, "Well, so and so said," and then you can say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that how you got around um, calling that one girl from high school the c-word a thousand yes. times in the yes. Christmas episode? Yes, basically. <laughs> Not my words. Well, no. if you're listening, Mister and Missus Van Tooth, uh, thanks for listening, and we enjoyed having your daughter on the podcast. Thanks, guys. Love you. Love you. Hey guys, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, oh, cool. Stu's still here. <laughs> For the yeah, first time yeah. in a half hour, there's Stu. Oh, hey. All right. See you later.